Hey now, this is Shakedown Stream. I'm Jer Bear, and this is live Grateful Dead right here on MVY Radio. Sit back and let the music take you away. Right on.
the knees Bertha, don't you come around here anymore Just before it rained Took us all the way to New Orleans I took my harpoon out of My dirty red bandana Blowing sad while Bobby sang the blues With them windshield wipers slapping timing Bobby clapping hands, we finally sung up every song that Jabber knew. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to do. Nothing ain't worth nothing, but it's free. Feeling good was easy, Lord. Bobby sang the blues Feeling good was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee
slip away Looking for that for my whole jet mine I'd trade on my tomorrows For a single yesterday That's the Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead doing me and Bobby McGee. That's from 318, 1971. The Dead at the Fox Theater in St. Louis. And before that, we heard Bertha from the same show. And uh, as I said last week, I'm going to be celebrating these great songs that came out of February 1971. And Bertha is certainly one of them. Hey, welcome back. Hope you had a good week. We're going to do uh, a show that I went to, uh, a show that's really special to me as our featured show. I'll tell you more about that. But right now I want to say happy birthday to Phil Lesh, the great bass player of the Grateful Dead. Phil, happy birthday. I uh, picked this song, this track from a Further and Friends birthday celebration for Phil Lesh from March 12, 2010. Right on. Happy birthday, Phil.
Yay, happy birthday, Phil Lesh. Box of Rain from 316.73. Seems somewhat timely. That's from NASA Coliseum. It's interesting. Box of Rain came out in American Beauty, and uh, lots of songs came out of that album that the dead started playing live, but they didn't start playing that song until late October 1972. It's always been a, a favorite of everybody's. Before that, we heard Phil singing with his friends, Mountains of the Moon, which is a song that he helped write with Jerry Garcia and Robert Hunter. That was performed at Phil Lesh's 70th birthday bash at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium in San Francisco on March 12, 2010. Bobby Weir, Jeff Chimeni, John Cattlesick, Jay Lane, Joe Russo, Sunshine Garcia Becker, Zoe Ellis, and Jackie Green, Steve Mullitz, and Chris Robinson. All being friends with Phil on uh, his 70th birthday. And you know, I'm not going to get into like what Phil's exact birthday is, but Phil, uh, you're still standing, keep going around the circle, keep on trucking. Our featured show, we're going to be going to the Boston Garden March 12th, 1981. I'll tell you more about that show as we get closer to our featured time. But it is a show that had an indelible impact on me, and it's important that we play it. But right now, yeah, I want to go back to 1971 at the Fox Theater in St. Louis. Uh, in Dead Base, they only have the second set listed, but now it appears that the whole show is available. And so there's a whole first set that nobody knew about. Right on. Which takes us to this song. Right on. Have I said that enough? Right on. If I had a gun for every ace I've drawn I could a town the size of Abilene Don't you push me, baby, cause I'm going on And you know I'm only in it for the gold All that I am asking for is one gold dollar I could pay you back with one good hand You can look around about the wide world over You'll never find another honest man I 
walking jingle in the midnight sun. Come, don't mold a drip for silver. Come on, not like the dream. Good stocking for a dream that will.
Johnny Cat Ryder, and before that, Loser, back at the Fox Theater, 318-1971. That first set material was not readily available for some time, so this is kind of new to me, probably new to a lot of you. Cool. Sounding good, too, right? There was a cut in I Know Your Rider. Not much we can do about that. Before we close off the uh, first set of Shakedown stream this week, I want to give a shout-out to Lou Ottens, the 94-year-old engineer with NPR, the guy who invented cassette tapes. (laughs) On the other end of this, but let's go to 1981, The Grateful Dead, Utica, New York. It never stops, never stops, right here on Shakedown stream.
Oh, yeah. The music never stopped. That's from March 13, 1981 at the Memorial Auditorium in Utica, New York. If you've never been, you should go. It's quite a town. Yeah. Last week, we featured the dead from Madison Square Garden 3981, and boy, that was good. It's funny, I was sharing, right? I was only 15 years old when I saw that show. I didn't know that it was a good dead show. I was only 15. (laughs) Anyway, Charlie Miller shared with me, he goes, I was 17. I'm like, wow. We were just young little tykes playing in the garden. Music never stopped. I love that song. I love it so much. And the way they jam, you always kind of, you can hear these little children's chime music boxes, all sorts of sounds in there. Maybe I share too much. Back to this guy, Lou Ottens. I was reading an article by Bill Perkins, uh, March 13th, um, where he talks about uh, his first uh, experience with cassette tapes, but this guy, Lou Ottens, wanted to take reel-to-reels and make them smaller, more easier to work with, more affordable. And so he had worked on what we now know as a cassette tape. And if you don't know what a cassette tape is, well, I don't know what to say to you, but most deadheads do. And in his article, he writes this, and I just had to share it. Because he talked about how, you know, he had a microphone or he had a little cassette uh, recorder and he would record himself talking or how he would make mixed tapes with his friends. But then he says in this uh, paragraph, and then there's the deadhead taper community, which would not exist without the compact cassette tape. I'd argue that Ottens did far more for the hippie movement than Albert Hoffman, the Swiss scientist who identified psychedelic properties of LSD and psilocybin mushrooms in the 1940s, or Osley Stanley, the Grateful Dead storied sound engineer and medicine man. The Grateful Dead had a laissez-faire attitude towards audience recording, not at first, and as a result, a tremendous network of tape swapping developed along with it great reverence for particularly outstanding concerts. Now, obviously, we talk about that all the time, and Shakedown Stream uh, most certainly benefits from Lou Ottens, who came up with cassette tapes. I had no idea. He passed away somewhat recently. He worked for NPR. He was a sound engineer. He died uh, at 94 years old. And that is why we're going to feature the show that we're going to feature tonight. But before we do, it's time for the Bear Essentials. And the name of this band, if I have it right, Southern Culture on the Skids. Check it out right here. Straight downstream.
Holy Toledo. Dear Mr. Fantasy. Man, that is one of the most awesome versions I've heard of that song in a long time. At home with the Southern culture on the skids. Doing Dear Mr. Fantasy, traffic song. It looks like it's just three musicians. Rick Miller, uh, Rick Miller on vocals, guitars, banjo, and percussion. Mary Huff, who clearly was on vocals on that, plays bass, keyboards, and percussion. And Dave Hartman on drums, percussion, and backing vocals. Seems like everybody plays percussions. And I, I think they're from North Carolina. And that's all I know. Very cool. Southern Culture on the Skids. New CD. It's called At Home with Southern Culture on the Skids. And I think they have a lot of their own tunes, but yes, they most definitely cover Dear Mr. Fantasy. Pretty cool. Uh, You can check them out on their Facebook page, Southern Culture on the Skids. They even have an Instagram same deal with a lot more periods in between the words in their name. Cool. And they give a nice message here. Be safe, be safe, stay well, and hope to see you all soon. Very cool. I want to play that again, but Shakedown Stream is all about the forward motion. You know, I was just reading this crazy article about some guy that was killed in a pursuit because he was growing 10 marijuana plants in the state of Pennsylvania. Had awarded the family $475,000 because, I don't know, I don't get this. Because they, anyway, people got to lighten up about the marijuana thing. A lot of states are changing their laws, but... You know, as a a drug and alcohol counselor myself, you know, the punitive approach, I mean, I think the word is out. It's not effective. If you're looking for positive outcomes in changing people's behavior, the legal, the criminal, the punitive approach, we've done that. We got the research. We have plenty of data. It's not very effective. So let's knock it off. At the very least, let's not kill people over it. People are pretty capable of killing themselves with some of these drugs, but I don't understand. I don't understand. All right, so (laughs) I don't know if this is the right segue into this, but so I went to the show 3981. And I think I, I even shared that I had gone through a lot of trouble at a young age with high school. And I ended up at this show. And the reason why it was so uh, instrumental is uh, my friend Pachi Pastor had this big Chevy station wagon that he converted into this great psychedelic mobile. And his friend, Lincoln, had a vial of liquid. And, you know, he was dosing all of us. But when I went to put my head down, my head back, they were backing up the car, and just when I was about to get one drop, they hit a bump in the driveway, and it went bloop, 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 under my tongue. And everybody went, uh-oh. And I was like, what? No, 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 uh, we got you. And whoa. 
<laughs> I went on the most serious psychedelic journey. We had to drive from Hartford to Boston, and everything was melting. And then here came the show. One little tidbit before I start, maybe a couple more, is we were selling Crazy Finger t-shirts. And we were selling them right in the garden. And I was like 15. I was just impressionable. And, you know, the cops in Boston can be a little tough. And good old Irish cops. And they said, hey, what are you doing selling these t-shirts? And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, where are, you, where, where are you getting these shirts? And I looked over at my friend who has this huge, you know, backpack filled with the shirts. And they took my friend away. And I'm like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm freaking out now. And then we went into the show. Um, at the end of the first set, my friend returns. I forget what happened to the T-shirts. Um but it was an amazing show. Um, and in honor of Lou Ottens, who invented the cassette tape, this is not a soundboard. This is not going to be one of those fine, crystal clear recordings that I usually play. This is an audience recording. And we got to thank Frank Streeter for taping the show. But this is the way we used to listen to Dead Bootlegs. And... The fact of the matter, there is no soundboard recording of this show that I'm aware of. When one becomes uh, readily available, boom. But I think you're going to enjoy this. And uh, it's going to mean a lot to me to play it and share it with you. The Grateful Dead, Boston Garden, March 12, 1981. <laughs>
Take it all away. 
Right. 
All right, we're going to hang loose, says Bob Weir. Grateful Dead doing a Franklin's Tower out of Let It Grow to end the first set from Boston, 31281. Before that, Althea, C.C. Ryder, Birdsong, hmm. Mexicali Blues out of Mama Tried, Tennessee Jed, and Jack Straw. Jack Straw to open up the first set from The Garden. It was a wicked good show. You know, I remember, uh, it's funny, I went to a lot of Dead shows and I, you know, don't really remember, uh, you know, a lot of details, but I remember a lot of the details of this show. And I remember looking up and everything was yellow and it had all the banners from the Celtics and the Bruins and, um, you know, the place kind of rocked. And I remember kind of being like, whoa, this is kind of scary. I'm like, whoa. And there was a guy that um, was uh, a friend who was older than me and experienced, and he knew the band really well. And we were, you know, standing, sitting next to each other. And he was just like really um, good at uh, kind of guiding me. And we were dancing and we would talk about the the, the songs and, and what was going on. And he was just like really um, like a nice guide for me. And he was just a good dude. And he would go on to be a good friend of mine who, I don't know, five, six years later died in a motorcycle accident. His name was Fu. And he was a really good drummer. Great Grateful Dead drummer. And um, But I will always be appreciative of him kind of like, you know, uh, holding out a hand, like, come on, my old buddy, you're moving much too slow. And he kind of just kind of like looked out for me, made sure I didn't, you know, uh, you know, go too far in a way. Well, I hope you like that. Now, again, like this is, uh, I haven't played an audience, you know, hardcore audience, uh, dead bootleg in a long time, but I like this show. And this is probably the best audience uh, I've heard. There's a lot of different ones out there. This one I like. And, uh, yeah, cool. Well, as you know, uh, just stay tuned. On Wednesday, St. Patrick's Day, Bobby Weir and the Wolf Brothers are going to do a gig. And you go to Fans Live, or you can just look up Bobby's... uh, page and uh, be sure to get your dancing skeletons bobbleheads the dead have hooked up with some merchandising company uh, when I was a teenager we had a, a red Chevy citation and I had a groovy rainbow skeletons black bumper sticker on the car and it stayed in the car forever and I've always loved that bumper sticker but yeah, they have a limited edition of Dancing Skeleton Bobbleheads. And they're numbered. They have different sets, different sets of colors. Yeah. I think you're going to want to get in on this. You're not going to want to miss out on the Dancing Skeleton Bobbleheads. But the Bobbleheads don't stop there. Apparently, the Grateful Dead celebrate... St. Patrick's Day with a limited edition bobblehead. I can't keep up. 
in the end, it's always going to be about the music, right? And for people like me, it's always going to be about the memories and the music. And that's what we do. It seems weird, but I want to thank uh, people who have sent me emails of reassurance. Like, no, 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 you're doing the right thing. Don't stop doing what you're doing. I dig it. It's cool. And I appreciate that. And I want to appreciate uh, and give a shout out to all of you who helped out with our fundraising drive last week at MVY. And as I said, we're going to have a new place. They're, they're, it's going to be much bigger. It's going to be brand new. They're like rehab this building. It's in a different location on the island. It's going to be closer to where I live. Um, it's exciting. For a while, it was just like this dream. It wasn't really tangible, but it's like I can touch it. There's texture on my hands. Cedar shake. <laughs> hey, let's get back to it. What makes this show amazing. And so also in the intermission, right, my friend came back. The cops let him go. They took the T-shirts. Uh, um, but and I, and I, I was able to relax. I was like, oh, my God, it was... Is he going to go to jail for the rest? I mean, I didn't know what was going on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grateful Dead Boston Garden.
My oh my, Grateful Dead, U.S. Blues Encore from that 312-81 show. I hope you like that show, man. That is good. And it brought back memories. I remembered the Johnny B. Good and just kind of seeing lightning sparks come off Garcia's guitar. Johnny B. Good out of Around and Around, out of Black Peter and Not Fade Away, with space, drums, He's gone out of playing in the band out of Terrapin Station to open up the second set. So a couple things. And before I forget, there was a really pretty cool jam coming out of Not Fade Away. Like they were playing with a with a melody and it wasn't like uh, nobody's fault or Something like that. It was, uh, I've never heard it before, but the melody sounded familiar. And there's no write-up about it. So a couple of little stats, um, because I was thinking, wow, they did a Terrapin Station to open up the second set. And I thought, man, how how many times have they done that? And so I looked. So the first time they ever did it, was November 1st, 1977 in Detroit. Then they did it on January 18th, 1978 in Stockton, California. Did it in Philly on November 6th, 1979. And then for the fourth time at this show, Boston Garden, March 12th, 1981. They wouldn't do it again until October 8th, 84 in Worcester. And then on March 29th, 1985 at Nassau Coliseum. I suspect that it became a bit more common in later years, but then I was checking out a Franklin's Tower to close the first set, and I thought, eh, I bet they've done that before, I wonder, and they've only done it one other time before this show, 92977 in Seattle. They did do a help slip Franklin's to close a first set, but I didn't think that was the same thing. So that was the second time that they closed the first set with Franklin's Tower. I kind of feel like uh, I got to see a special show, that I was lucky. That's cool. I'm glad that I was lucky. So... Anyway, that's 312.81. I bet you most people wouldn't play it, but I have a particular fondness for that show. I hope you liked it. Yeah, a nice long playing in the band. Kind of a funky jam before. Yeah, just. So then they would go up to Utica and then to Hartford. And I remember seeing that show. Had a grand time. Had a grand time at that show. Got into a lot of trouble (laughs) uh, the next day with my parents. And then the dead would go off to London, to the Rainbow Theater, do like four shows, and then this famous show with The Who in Germany on March 28th, 1981. Well, it's Jerry time. And again, I hope you like that show. 312, 81. 
Well, one of my favorite time periods of the Jerry Garcia band is March 1978 when Jerry was promoting Cats Under the Stars album. So let's go to that time period, the Jerry Garcia band, Passaic, New Jersey. Right on. Dennis, did you happen to catch in the, um, the Times yesterday, I guess it was, the article about copyrights and recording things off the air? Was it in yesterday's Times? Yeah, it was in Thursday's Times. It was really interesting because apparently the law that was just passed, the new copyright law, was supposed to allow people to record tapes at home for their own use. If it's not to be commercial, it's not to be sold to anybody, it was okay. And apparently at the last minute, that amendment was rejected. So really? Technically speaking, there's a lot of people out there. You do it. You're all you're all under arrest. Those of you running your <laughs> Those tape of you machines. With your fingers on cassette buttons. This is a bust. <laughs> but you know, it's really ridiculous because it, again, it's something you can't really enforce, obviously. No. And um, as long as it's not for commercial purposes, it's just kind of as a souvenir or something to listen to. Seems to be okay, but they went on to explain how royalties work and the whole thing. It's very long and involved. But uh, well, our listeners would only be using these tapes for good reasons. You know that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. To relive the. Uh, By the way, Dennis, are you, uh, you taping this show? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're taping it somewhere. Our producer Tom Tracy. A very good evening to all of you. Okay, on stage now to John Share for the introduction of the Jerry Garcia Band. playing in a band, please, on keyboard, Mr. Keith Gottschow. Help it out on the vocals, Miss Maria Muldoor. And Miss Donna Gottschow. On drums, Buzz Buchanan. On bass, the incredible, the legendary John Kahn. Guitar Jerry Garcia. Please welcome the Jerry Garcia man.
muttering small talk at the wall while I'm in the hall. How can I explain? It's so hard to get on.
Madonna, she still has not shown. You see this empty cage down the road. Where a cape of the stage once had flown. The villain now steps to the road. Rides everything's been returned, which was old. of the fish trunk the loads while my conscience is closed. Oh, harmonica key, skeleton keys in the rain. His visions of joy. Grateful Dead doing Visions of Johanna, Jerry Garcia, 318.95. And uh, I pulled that off the uh, Phil Zone CD release. It was released a long time ago, but Phil Lesh went through the vault and I think just picked different tunes. Garcia did not do that song very often, but boy, what a poignant song. I just dig that song, the lyrics. Before that, the Jerry Garcia Band doing How Sweet It Is from Passaic, New Jersey, March 17th, 1978. And you could hear the DJs talking about some article in the New York Times about copyright infringement and can you record your own music on your own cassette tapes. Just thought that was fitting as well for the man who invented cassette tapes. Right on. Hey, I'm going to close off with March 18, 1971. And one of the reasons why I, I picked this part of the show is it is the last feedback that the Grateful Dead perform live, which is really the end of that whole psychedelic acid rock time period because they did feedback a lot. They would jam, do a caution into feedback, into, and we bid you good night. So I hope you enjoyed this. This is, again, from uh, the Fox Theater in St. Louis, where the good people, good deadheads, come from. March 18, 1971. Hey, I'll see you next week right here at this spot, MVY Radio, for some more live Grateful Dead right here on Shakedown Stream. Peace.
You know I went down One old day I went down to see a gypsy woman One day I wanted to find out What's the matter with my baby Yes I did Yes I did
and you know. He says, son, don't go see no doctor. I got just a thing that's good for you. Yeah. He said, I got all you need for you. All you need.
begin to go to sleep. Sitting all tired, kind of run all down. And next thing you hear, you say, you hear a little whisper in your ear. You say, baby, you're awake, and you know your mojo is working. Keep that woman under control. That's all you got to do. Give us some of it, and everything will be all right. Yes, it will. But that old gypsy woman, she told me when I went down, she said, she said, son, she said, son, all you need, all you need, all you need.
I've got some things to talk about here beside the rising tide. Come here, I'm 